The lineup for tonight's game against the Winnipeg Jets could look quite different from what we see on Monday in Montreal. That's because the trade deadline is set for Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And on today's podcast, I'm going to talk about what the Boston Bruins actually need heading into the deadline. Let's get into it, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, March 18th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked on Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, if you can follow along on Twitter, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins on Instagram as well. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren, a lifelong Bruins fan. Been covering this team for various outlets for uh, 17 years. And it's a beautiful day up here in Southern Ontario. I have shed the Bruins toque in favor of the Caps. and. Uh, ready to break down what it is the Bruins should do prior to the trade deadline, which is set for Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Quick reminder that at 3 p.m., I will be going live on the YouTube channel to break down what the Bruins did or did not do here over the weekend. It's an interesting spot for the Bruins because they play tonight in Winnipeg, and then they will be traveling back to Boston to practice Saturday, Sunday, before a game Monday night in Montreal, just a few hours after the deadline. So the Bruins, you know, going to get some uh, home comforts over the weekend between these two games. And it's a great opportunity for Don Sweeney to make some deals so that um, any new players coming in can be there in time to join the lineup for Monday's game, perhaps even get a, uh, a practice or two in as well. Now let's begin with what most people believe to be the biggest need for the Boston Bruins, and that's a left shot defenseman. I agree with that to a certain extent. If you look at the Bruins' depth chart, they have Matt Grizzlick, Mike Riley, Derek Forbort, uh, Irho Vakaninen. Hopefully he's healthy again soon. You have Jack Ashan. Uh, we know Jakobs Borrell is out for the season with an injury, but he uh, belongs on there as well. So that's like six left-hand shot defensemen that you have on the depth chart at the moment. Five when Vakaninen is healthy. And barring a, a miracle recovery from Zboril. On the right side, however, you have 
Charlie McAvoy, number one defenseman, all-world player, Brandon Carlo, and Connor Clifton. After that, you're digging into the AHL, Brady Lyle, or you're getting someone to play their offhand, jumping from the left side to the right side, which isn't unheard of. They've done that in the past. They've done that this season um, and quite possible. For me, if you're adding a left-hand shot defenseman, it has to be a top pair guy. They already have enough left depth guys, right? Like Grizzlick McAvoy, that's an elite pairing, but you could argue that uh, you should have a guy like Hampus Lindholm, Jacob Chikrin playing with McAvoy, then bump down Grizzlick with Carlo and have Forbort, Riley, or Vakaninen playing with Connor Clifton or Forbort, Riley with Vakaninen on the right side. That's probably the ideal situation. So if they're going to add a left-hand shot defenseman, it won't be depth. They'll be swinging big for a guy like Chikrin or Lindholm. For me, if you're giving up a first-round pick, grade a prospect and perhaps another piece you go for chicken because hampus lindholm is an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season if you're not going to get any assurance that he's going to remain with the boston bruins past this season that's a heavy price to pay for a rental but if you're going to get a guy like chicken who's only 23 years old who's under contract at a very team-friendly 4.6 million for the next few seasons. You can pair him with Charlie McAvoy. Ooh, yeah, you got to go for that, okay? I've said it before that the year both players were drafted, I was pretty high on Chikrin over McAvoy. That's largely due in part to me being up here in Canada, a bit of an OHL bias there. I had seen more of Chikrin than McAvoy. Uh, Chikrin has not been as good this season as he has been in the past uh but you know until lately the coyotes were god awful right so it makes sense that there would be some bit of a drop off so that's where i would start if you're gonna swing big if you're going for a left-hand shot defenseman then it has to be a top pair guy that you're going for there's no point adding lesser players or bottom pair guys because you already have those uh those guys around let's pause there before we get to other bruins needs a quick word about built bar the bruins could add some built bars to be honest they could use that boost of protein and delicious treats in the locker room to get them through the stretch and take them into the playoffs I'm telling you, you need to try the Puffs. If you haven't tried these yet, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting offerings. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy, not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. All their bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. 
and they're low calorie, high protein. Uh, go to built.com, scroll down to the macros chart, and you'll be blown away by how good these bars are taste-wise as well as health-wise. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste first. They make it delicious, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every time. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Quick reminder that at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey uh, hosts, Steel Roden, Flip Livingstone, will be going live on YouTube for Deadline Reaction Show. Get all the on-ice fantasy and betting analysis you need uh, with appearances from our roster of local team experts. And again, you can catch me live on YouTube at 3.30 to get immediate reaction to what the Bruins have done over the weekend and uh, at the trade deadline. All right, so we talked about top pair defensemen uh, on the left side. That would be um, a need there. If you're going to go for a defenseman, get the top pair guy that can play with McAvoy, Bump, Grizzlick, Riley foreboard down the depth chart. Aside from that, defense-wise, it, I believe, is imperative for the Bruins to add some depth on the right side. You know, heaven forbid something happens to Charlie McAvoy. Uh, Brandon Carlo, we know, has been susceptible to injury in the past. Connor Clifton has played well lately, but you still need some depth on the right side. Down in the AHL, you have Victor Berglund, Brady Lyle, Ty Lewington. Heading into the playoffs, you need depth up and down the lineup, and especially on defense. It's such a heavy, hard game in the playoffs. And if they can do it for cheap, they need to add on the right side. You can't just have those three guys heading into the playoffs. You know, I've been uh, mentioning P.K. Subban. It's not a necessarily popular option among some Bruins fans. A lot of other people are saying, yeah, I'm on board. That would be fun. You can say Marshan, Subban, don't get along. I think that is overstated. Uh, I think once you get guys in the locker room playing for a cup, a lot of differences can be set aside for that common goal. P.K. Subban, you know, he's he's not at the end of his career, but he's certainly past his prime. Looking for a new deal as a pending unrestricted free agent. I'm sure he'd love to get a Stanley Cup to his name. He's been to the final once with the Nashville Predators. Um, if you can get him for cheap, I think that would be a good ad. And I'm not just blowing smoke here. This is something that is out there that the Bruins have been looking at. Um, In New Jersey, Damon Severson would be an amazing option. He is a guy that is under contract for another season. So the price would be higher. 
we know that Don Sweeney in recent years prefers to trade, uh, do like a hockey deal instead of a rental. He prefers making trades for players who will be here, uh, you know, for the foreseeable future. Um, that are under contract, basically not a rental situation. So going back to the left shot deal, they'd be more inclined to deal a Chikrin than Lindholm. Uh, just looking at a quote someone shared to me on Twitter about um, Subban and Marshan's relationship. Uh, Marshan previously revealed a surprising friendship with Subban. He said, we played World Juniors together. What happens on the ice stays on the ice. There's a mutual respect between hockey players. We were buddies when we played World Juniors, part of the game. Guys are going to get hit. And um, so that's a nice correction there to a common belief that they're not friends. Anyways, I think it would be fun. Subban playing for the Bruins. Um, But regardless, uh, I do think they need to prioritize adding some depth on the right side because the options are very few and far between um, after the three guys that are in uh, the lineup at the moment. I'm just trying to pull up the um, latest trade uh, targets list from uh, Frank Cervelli here. Hampus Lindholm currently number two on that list. Lindholm is on his way out. That much is clear. Ducks and Lindholm not able to find common ground on term. And Anaheim believed to be not willing to go beyond five years. The ask is a first-round pick, grade-A prospect, and another piece. So that would probably be the first, Mason Lori or Lysel. I've been saying I don't really want Lysel traded, plus another piece. Uh, The Bruins... Also believed to be interested in Mark Giordano um, on the left side uh, defense. Nick Letty also sat out last night in or for the Detroit Red Wings. He could be a guy that is available as well. So to recap so far, top pair left hand shot, a depth right hand shot on defense. The One of the biggest needs for the Boston Bruins all season long since the departure of David Krejci has been second line center. I'm led to believe that their quest to fill that role has been somewhat uh, met by Eric Howla playing between Taylor Hall and David Posternock. They came into the season saying it was going to be centered by committee with uh, Bergeron, Coyle, Paula, Nosik, possibly Nick Felino as well, maybe Jack Stanika, uh, vying for those roles. Hasn't shaken out perhaps as they expected with Coyle going back to the third line, but the placement of Pasternak on the second line has helped balance things out and perhaps 
Howell's more defensive approach. Um, it doesn't really matter who plays between Hall and Pasternak, but I still think that is an area that they should look at. Um, you know, the third line has been playing well. Frederick, still a bit iffy. You could go with Halla, Coyle, Smith on the third line if they add that second line center um, to play with Hall and Pasternak. Finally, I think a great need is a scoring winger, and this all comes back to the Jake DeBrusque trade request that is hanging over the team, his agent saying he hopes his client is dealt before the trade deadline on Monday. That would leave a big hole on the top line. You don't want to move Smith up. He's been playing very well with Coyle and Frederick lately. Pasternak, Hall have this magic going. So you need someone to play on the top line. Uh, You know, I've been talking about Phil Kessel as an option. Uh, I saw a lot of one Boston writer saying, you know, show me one time he's back checked. I immediately found a GIF. It's not hard to find. Uh, He's one dimensional, perhaps not the strongest defensive uh, player, but he was an integral part of the Penguins winning the cup a couple years ago. Well, more than a couple years ago. Now the HBK line, um, in the right situation, I still think he can contribute. Uh, Ricard Raquel in Anaheim is another option. Um, Brock Besser would be a great option as well, although he has a very high um, qualifying offer, which is one of the reasons why people are hesitant to buy on DeBrusque. And Besser's qualifying offer, I believe, is $3 million more than that um so i tweeted yesterday you know if they could pull off lindholm raquel or chicker and kessel and add pk suban i would be very pleased with that result um the market for lindholm will be heavy there's no guarantees that chicker will be traded they might want to revisit that in the off season um it could be that the Bruins, you know, the old in on everybody, settle for these guys. That could be something that does come to fruition. Uh, but those, I think, are the areas that the Bruins need to address. A scoring winger, especially if DeBrusque is being moved out, and I expect and kind of hope that he will. I don't really want them going to the playoffs with him having one foot out the door. Uh, so right wing, right hand shot, scoring winger, depth on the right side of the defense. And then those are what you need immediately for this team. More long-term, but would help right now is that top pair left-hand shot defenseman and the second line center. Um, and it could be a situation where they're looking for a first line center, sooner than later if Patrice Bergeron chooses not to return. But the immediate needs are on the right side. Uh, second line center, yeah, still still something they need, despite how well Hala has played. And then um, the top pair left-hand defenseman would be a bonus, something that they need to address at some point. Uh, but that could be 
um, later on. I, I don't want them giving up huge assets for a rental. I'm going to make that clear. If they're going to swing big and give up grade A prospects, first-round picks, I want it to be someone who is under contract like a Jacob Chikrin. So that's my take on what the Bruins need heading into the trade deadline. Let me know what you think. Hit me up at LockedNHLBruins on uh, Twitter, at ENC McLaren. And uh, the Bruins are playing a game tonight. Before we tee that up, quick word about Bet Online. It's that time of year again. College basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news. And it's not just basketball. They have you covered for baseball, hockey. They're your continued source for all sports wagering information, including live betting and Vegas casino games. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, the Boston Bruins are in Winnipeg to take on the Jets tonight. We know Patrice Bergeron will be out of the lineup. It's expected that Jack Stanika will play. He was called up uh, the other day but didn't make it in time to play against the Wild. Uh, will he be on the top pair or will Thomas Nosek remain up there and they'll put Stanika on the fourth line? That remains to be seen. I, for one, would love to see him on the top line, not only – because I think he's more suited for a at least second line role, third line perhaps. Uh, but also, if they're going to trade him, then why not showcase him with Marchand and uh, DeBrusque? Um, so hopefully he's in the lineup at the very least. He's been playing very, very well as of late. Uh, down in Providence. So it'd be cool to see him in the lineup. If he's not traded, then he's possibly a key piece for this team uh, moving forward. Uh, not sure yet whether it will be Linus Allmark in net or Jeremy Swayman. Uh, the two games earlier this week, it was Allmark who played a bit stronger. Again, they have the weekend off before heading to Montreal. So they might want to get Swayman back in there to, uh, yeah, just shake off that performance the other night, or they might go with Ulmark, who's been playing a bit better. Um, other than that, I think that's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you again for making the podcast your first listen every day. Um, quite possible that I'll jump on and record a bonus podcast Sunday after this game, and then Monday's podcast will be the live event at 3 p.m. Um, so... Yeah, just trying to be flexible, see what happens if a trade happens today, tomorrow. Be all over that as well. Uh, so do subscribe so that whatever happens, it's dropped right into your feeds and on YouTube. Uh, thank you for a great week here on the podcast. Uh, very excited to see what the Bruins do over the weekend, beginning tonight with some game action. And uh, seems like, yeah, a lot of possibilities, a lot of balls in the air. We'll see what Sweeney is able to get done here prior to the trade deadline on Monday. All right, take care, friends. I hope you've had a great week. Uh, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again.
probably sometime over the weekend here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.